We've all imagined them, or maybe even seen them on TV or in a movie. Epic conquests that test your outermost limits and change what you believe is possible. Maybe it's crossing an Ironman finish line or finishing 100 miles through the Rocky Mountains. But with work and family and bills, those often seem out of reach for the average guy. Or maybe they're just reserved for the lucky ones who train for a living or have less on their plates. Well, we're just not willing to accept that. Yes, we have jobs and wives and kids, and we certainly aren't pro athletes. We're just average dudes, rejecting an average life. This is the 3OK Runners Podcast. Welcome back to the 3OK Runners Podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is Jeff with Chief and Brother Jared. This is episode number 33, and we are going to discuss what's upcoming for these next couple of months in this fall. We got a couple of races coming up in October, and then looking forward to Ironman for Brother Jared, and then into the holiday season to try to keep that weight off. I'm anxious to see how you guys are going to get that done. Let's hear it. So we've got, we all have about two races here in the month of October, and so I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about what- I have three, actually. You have three? Four if you count Ironman. Well, that's in October, though. Well, I have three in October. You have the what? Great American Relay, Memorial Marathon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Draper Immortal. So some of us are overachievers. Yeah, some that's of us fine. are just a standard. I'm sure you guys average. are doing good too. <laughs> so we'll, we'll start with the one that we've got. There's two of them this weekend, actually. So yep. Jared's doubling up this weekend. I've got one and Jeff's doing the memorial. But So the one that uh, I'm doing uh, is the Great American Relay, and which Jared's also doing, which, surprise, Jared signed me up for... <laughs> on a whim in the middle of the night like hey guys I signed up for this you should do it too and here we are and uh, so the Great American Relay was kind of a neat concept what they're doing is they're running a flag from uh, Boston or New York from the 9-11 Memorial and kind of through Boston and then across the United States to San Diego for the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and there's a big leg through the state of Oklahoma and so we signed up for our legs and wanted to talk about it to drum up some more participation in the state of Oklahoma because on the west side of the state, there's still a few legs that don't have any runners to run the flag across the state into New Mexico. Yeah. And the, and the way it works is there are, there are lead runner positions um, and then there are support runner positions. And so there's availability to sign up with some friends um, for whatever leg works for you, um, you can look at kind of the different days and times. Uh, like for example, my, the leg I'm doing is, uh, I think it's a little over seven miles. It starts Saturday at approximately 3:49 PM. Um, and you, you just coordinate with the people who are running the stages around you, um, on, on kind of when you're really going to get going. Um, but I'm doing that. It's through a part of Oklahoma city. It starts at a at like fire department number five or something. Um, and ends at another fire station. That was a cool thing is they, they try to start and stop at fire stations the whole way. Like mine's at hydro from like hydro fire station to Clinton fire station. I'm out way West, way out there in the boondocks than yeah. you are in the city. And it says there's 415 stages across 18 States. Coming 3,500 miles over 38 days. But you could, they've got a cool Twitter account. 
and Instagram that are, they just show photos of all the people that are getting passing and, and taking a flag and going from stage to stage. And it all for a good cause goes to Green Beret Foundation, Concerns of Police Survivors, and the Firefighter 5 Foundation. So, and it really wasn't very expensive. It was like 50 bucks to sign up. It's for a good cause. You get a cool uh, tank top, but instead of a medal, they actually give you a Great American Relay baton. But yeah, I thought it was kind of different. And uh, a bunch of guys there at work, we we're all doing a bunch of legs there on that west side. So I think we've got like pretty much the whole day of legs. <laughs> and uh, I even I even emailed them was like, hey, you know, if you have any empty legs that you need filled, let me know because I, I would be more happy to help volunteer to pick up some legs if we need to. Because the leg I signed up for uh, is just under 14 miles, but the, they kind of limit you on pace too because they say nothing over a, for me, is a 13-minute mile, and that's to kind of estimate the start and stop times for each person, and you don't run through the night. You stop every night, and they start back up the, the next morning. Mine are, mine are nine-minute miles. Are they? Yeah, that's what they gave me. Uh, We're going to be hammering some miles then. Heck yeah. Through, through traffic? Yeah. We're not going to stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing my big giant American flag on a pole. Speedo. <laughs> I wish I had a pole. I could take my Oklahoma flag. We could have both flags. Well, that I fun. have I have another one. That flag's too big. I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to carry that. Is there such a miles. thing? Is there such a thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not that committed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, because you're going to be like half a mile in, but flag was a terrible day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What if it's real windy or something? Windy? I'm like, oh, jeez. I'm like, supposed to be running nine-minute miles. Dude, I kid you not. In Pensacola, there's this guy. He runs everywhere with a giant American flag, and he's just known as the guy that runs around Pensacola, Florida with his flag. If you're from that area, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody honks at him. He's got like a gallop because he got hit by a car one time. <laughs> yeah. Man. He's getting older now, and so... He has a Facebook page or something, but now he carries like two smaller flags and he just, I don't know where he's running or what he's doing, but he is patriotic as heck and he loves to run with the American flag. And it's hard. Have you ever ran with a flag in your hands? Because we do it like for boot camp and training and stuff. It is freaking hard. One, you can't use your arms. And two, you're dragging this thing that's not aerodynamic. It's kind of like a big parachute, right? <laughs> it's really a bad idea. <laughs> And then so the Great American Relay, if if you're wanting to do something, sign up. They've got legs all the way through next week into this through the state and, and legs of all different distances oh, yeah, and yeah. all different paces. There really is about a flavor for anybody if for you sure. really want to do it. And like Jared said, you can get your friends involved. You guys can just run a leg together. It's really pretty cool. I think they even have tank tops in the support vehicle. So if you sign up, you still can get one to wear while you're running. So that I think they're pretty well suited to kind of pick you up to if you want to run a leg, and then you of course we have on Sunday. Mine's on yours on Saturday, Jared. You're yes. and then my legs on Sunday. But then you guys have the Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon, and that's well. What year is it now for that? I saw the uh, runner T-shirts at uh, the Red County ones. They're pretty freaking cool shirts. Yeah, some of those uh, training shirts are really cool. Yeah, and then. You know, now now they, they give a blanket now when you finish because it's at Scissortail Park. I think I got my first blanket oh, as a really? finisher last year in the virtual. And I think they're going to do that again, but you can uh, purchase a finisher shirt. 
which I always think it's it's oh, really so you don't a, get a finisher t-shirt anymore. Yeah, it's really a, a bad idea to purchase the finisher shirt at the expo before the race, but that's an option I think because I, I always think that's a quick way to make sure you don't get that done. Dude, that's bad luck. Yeah, like me, so. I bought I bought that Leadville 100 sticker <laughs> before I finished, and Eric was like, "Dude." <laughs> Yeah, so I think you can purchase that at the finisher shoe. So I'm, I'm anxious for the, um, you know, this is still the newer marathon course to me. Yeah. Um, and finishing at Scissortail Park next to the Omni, which is where the convention center. Um, and 20 years on the the um, running the run to remember. So I'm, I'm excited for it. It's a 630 start, which in fall, 630 will be in the dark, uh, whereas usually it's not. Uh and they're also starting the half marathoners later um, than the marathoners. So the mar- oh, they are the marathoners will start at six thirty, and then I believe there's two waves of half marathoners at seven thirty, and either eight or eight thirty. Oh, I didn't know that. There must be that many half marathoners then, huh? Well, I think no, it's I think COVID, it's COVID right? protocols. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, COVID protocols uh, because the expo. It's like this year, my my family's not going to go to the expo with me. What a uh, bummer, too, man, because yeah. marathon expos are just cool. Yeah. You know, get free pancakes for the kids. Yeah. Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon Expo always has, they're always making pancakes, those instant pancakes. Yeah, it's it's they're usually hit. one of the best. I'll be curious to see how it is is different this year. I'm also volunteering at the expo for the first time this year, so I'll be at Packet Pickup on Saturday from 1 until close, which I believe is 5 or 5.30, so if you want to pick up your packet... After listening to the podcast, come come uh, check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna volunteer virtually, <laughs> just to stay safe. <laughs> are we gonna do anything like starting? Are we gonna meet and like start together? Because Kale's running his first. I know. I so I was sort of thinking I might run with Kale, but I don't know um, what his plan is, and um, and so my. And you can talk about kind of what, what you're thinking, Jeff, for the marathon. I'm thinking of trying to have a really nice, enjoyable day. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm going to take it, I'm going to take it easy, try to soak up some of the, the vibe. Um, it's been, you know, it's been a while. I think the people who live on the course and who usually come out and spectate will be really happy that the, the marathon's even happening, right? Because it's, it's been deferred for so long. Um, and one of the, one of the coolest parts about the Oklahoma city marathon is running through the neighborhoods and stuff and all the people out and, you know, they're giving you food and drinks and everything else. And I usually am saying no to all of that. Um, and this year I'm going to say yes. That's a good idea. It was virtual last year. So I, I think everybody will be super stoked that it's going through the neighborhoods again. Yeah. And we, we ran it last year. Yeah, we ran the route on the no, day. No, no. Oh, we ran it on the we day when we were training right. for yeah. Leadville. Yeah. The yeah. virtual last year was in October again. Oh, okay. So we uh, ran it in April. We did. When we yeah. were training, we did run the marathon course. In April. And it's a really nice course. I, the one I didn't like was when we were running through. Is that Nichols Hills? Where it was just like, seemed like you never got out of that neighborhood. It was like up and down. <laughs> yeah. Up yeah. and down. <laughs> like, we, where, how big is this place? This is ridiculous. And uh, But I know what you're talking about. Some of that cool older neighborhood. Um, I, I can't. I don't even know what neighborhoods those are. By by Gorilla Hill and stuff. And yeah, by so the Crown park. Heights. You run through yeah. Mesta Park, Crown Heights, and yeah, uh, super cool. I could see how it would be really. 
I mean, even better than it has been uh, when it comes to crowd participation. And, I mean, through that part of the race, well, I don't know with all the half marathoners not starting together. Right. Usually, it is still so crowded. Oh, yeah. For the first 10 miles, probably, until you get up near uh, McGinnis and the half marathoners turn off. Yeah. Um, it, there, it's usually, I mean, shoulder to shoulder running and there's tons of spectators and the first part of the Oklahoma city marathon is I think pretty, pretty cool. It is. It is really cool. Just kind of the run to remember and then going through like the hit, the, why we're here and what we're doing. And I think it was, I don't know who rated it, but it's one of the top marathons in the country to go yeah, to. It's made, a, it's made quite a few of those lists. And if, if you're running the marathon and you've never made it for the moment of silence before the start, you should try to make it. It's really cool. It's hard to make it for it. Right. Because if I, I think what is the start times at six thirty, Jeff, Yeah, and they do the, the 168 seconds of silence at like five fifty eight or something. Yeah. So the corrals open at five thirty. the wheelchair start is six twenty five, and the marathon start is six thirty. And so they, they do the, the silence before anybody starts. Yeah. I think they do it like honestly right before six o'clock because I bet I've run in the marathon. I don't know, maybe between half marathons and marathons, maybe close to 10 times. I think I've made that like once or twice and every year I try to make it. Yeah. But you know, the parking is tough. I feel like it's going to be very different this year with, with different start times. I think the feel of it will be different because there, there will be just, you know, so many less people because this is typically a really big half marathon course. Um, and so there's lots of half marathoners and, you know, there's a chance that I'll see them anyways, if they catch up to me before we get farther, far enough off. Um, but it, it, it should be fun anyways. I mean, it's always fun starting in the dark. I always love starting runs in the dark and then the weather's supposed to be nice and cool. Um, and then I'm, I'm going over under four hours. So feeling good it'd be under that and feeling not so good. Be a little bit over that rugged Jeff. But uh, I'm, I'm excited to kind of push a little bit again because I've, I've been kind of piddling around running three, five miles, three, five miles. I'm, I'm anxious to kind yeah. of get out and run again. This this will be my first run since Leadville. Nice. And an enjoyable one at that. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm going to see what I've got left in the tank. <laughs> you got plenty because you got that. And Actually, got Saturday will be my first run. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Saturday will be my first run. Like a shake little, out, right? little warm up just to see how my body's going to react. So that if it goes, you know, if what? it's like, uh oh, tomorrow's going to be rough. What could go wrong? You know? I don't think anything could. No. I think it's all mental. 100%. So you're going to fuel on the marathon course? I'm ready. I've been, I've been doing a little bit of working out and stuff and, uh, and my my wrestling team has started, and I've been wrestling with with some guys in there at practice and stuff, and been hitting the gym a little bit. So I, you know, I haven't been just totally um, stagnant for no, the last beer month, month no. and a half. hadn't hadn't been a full on beer month. So I think I'll be okay. But I have not been running um, because I'm I'm waiting to start running. Nice. And this is going to be my kickoff. It happened, you know, big weekend to October kick it off, one yeah. is Friday, and then you've got this event Saturday. You've got the marathon Sunday. I'm starting my coaching program, and so it's all sort of like, okay, this is you know, getting going. And so I don't want to, I don't want to get out and run early. You know what I mean? I want to start on the start date. <laughs> I, 
that's a big weekend to kick things off. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to use up all my energy. That's right. Before the races. Yeah. So I'm I'm not running on Sunday, but I'm going down to see everybody off. So we've got you two, we've got Kale, we've got my neighbor that my neighbor John Shawnee. When I live in Shawnee, my neighbor across the street, we motivated him to sign up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan. So he, I just texted him. We've been texting all week and stuff, and he's like on taper week, and he's like, my knees are real sore. I'm like, look, man, just take it easy. You know, a couple shakeout walks, just kind of go for like a nice walk. Keep your keep your body in motion. That's awesome, yeah. But dude, you'll show up game day. When it comes, it's when the gun goes off, all that will leave, and you'll just be like kind of zoned in. Like, I mean, shooting marathons, you run like ten miles before you realize you ran ten miles. I know it's incredible. (laughs) Like that's that's the first experience I ever had with that. Where you also run really fast, so be careful about that. No kidding. Um, But yeah, I mean, you'll you'll look down. Probably the first time you really like catch your breath and think, okay, what am I doing? Is when you turn, you run toward the Capitol. Uh-huh. Um, which Lincoln. Just, yeah, yeah. And it's just such a cool area. The course it's like three or four miles in. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you go, holy cow, I've already been four miles, you know, and you're running a minute faster than what you're trying to run. Um, just cause there's so much excitement. Um, marathons are so fun, even for non runners. They're just awesome. They are. And you get those, I remember those firefighters that walk in gear. Yeah. I don't know if they relay it or, or what it is. Yeah, they do. They, they relay, relay it. it. Yeah. It's very difficult. If you haven't been in the Mormoral Marathon, you're going down there this year. Like Jared said, parking one is kind of a problem and it's real congested and there's a lot, a lot of runners. And so they don't have their phones on them because they're getting ready to go for a run. Typically don't have their phones on them. So it's really kind of hard to find people, but I'm going to do my best to try to. I'm going to run with my phone. Okay, so you have your phone. Yeah, right, I'm going to run with my phone. So if you need to, like, call and figure out you yep. know, where we're at or something. I'm going to get down there just to, yeah, I just want to see everybody off. I'll snap some selfies. Nice. Yeah. Send them to you. I'm not running with my phone. Well, you got to, you know, every, Can't stand every the added bit of weight. weight right? It's kind of like the, the you know, paper clips on Chief's shoe. Yeah, yeah I'm so not doing that either. No. You know, don't want, the, don't want the extra weight. Yeah. There is a lot of drinks and fun to be had along that the, the year that Beth and I ran in <laughs> we reached to a point where I realized we're no longer competitive we're kind of just survival mode I was just taking shots yeah. fireball and drinking coop, yeah. negative splits and this is a good time yeah I, I just I want to try to the only time I've ever done that I ran the Tulsa Marathon once um, and I decided I'm going to run this marathon for fun and so you know the people that are tailgating and stuff and are like you know here have a have a jello shot or something. I was like, I'm going to do it a little bit. And so I, I sort of eased into it and it was fine. Like it didn't, I've always been afraid to like, Oh my gosh, if I took a drink of that, I'm going to puke on the side of the trail. Um, it did not seem like that. And so I'm going to, you know, maybe push it a little bit harder this year (laughs) and just, you know, see if I can start, maybe start the buzz a little before the race ends, you know, instead of waiting until after. Let's see where your limits are. I think that's important <laughs> to find out. <laughs> so we got the memorial, and then we've got twenty four hour the hard way. Which, yep, I think that's two weekends later. Yes, and I deferred, so it's all on you, buddy. Yeah. Virtual. And I, I def- I'm going to do it next year also with uh, the girl that won it. Yeah, on our Instagram, so we'll do the race with her. But Jeff's going to stay on the virtual event this year, and you're doing the six hour virtual. Nice. I am, I got to tell you, I don't do virtual races. I just, I'm not, 
I'm yeah. not into them. Because what do you what do you sign up for a race for? It's for the atmosphere, right? Yeah. It's for like being a part of a community of runners and doing this together. And virtual runs, I understand it because it gives people the ability to reach a milestone and say, hey, I trained, met my goal, I finished the race. But for us, and I, I don't want to seem like, oh gosh, we're, we're too good, but... It's just like a big, long training run for us, right? Because we've done a lot of those long runs by yeah. ourselves. I sort of feel like offended by it when they go virtual. I'm like, look, I'm not going to be tricked into doing a training run the distance of the race, okay? I'll I'm, buy my own shirt and do my own training run. If you think that I don't realize what's happening here. But I totally appreciate the fact of what they did, giving the people the opportunity still to be able to do it. Because, you know, heck, you never know what people's schedules are like. They can't do it next year. And, and look at us in Leadville. Like, that was a problem. Like, golly, now i got to wait a whole other year to do this race. Yeah, yeah. I really want to check this off. But I wouldn't have done a Leadville virtual. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have done that. <laughs> I would have made the cutoff, I guarantee you. <laughs> Yeah, and then we have Draper Immortal 50K, which is going to be the the kickoff race for this one, which is our our training ground. So I felt like we had to go and do that race, and we actually had to give away, and then Blake won that one. So we'll see Blake there. Try to talk him into the 50K. Wasn't having it. Nope. 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 Wasn't having it. Well, I'm, I'm running the 25K too, uh, Blake. So uh, I support it. Well, I'll, I'm there. I signed up for the 50K because I thought that's what we were all doing. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Jeff, are you, you're doing the Draper? I thought you said you're going to do the 50K. Yeah, I haven't right? signed up yet. Okay. And I kick but, around the 50 and 25. Sounds like I've got my choice. I think the 50 is wide open. You know? I think so. They're looking for more sign-ups. Uh, I, I bet. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to challenge the finishing time that you'll put out there. So I might no, rugged Jeff. You're about to hammer a four hour marathon. Come on, we <laughs> yeah, got we'll, it. Man. We'll find out. Uh, It'll be fun though. I mean, Draper's such a pretty place to run anyway, and it's going to be in the fall. Cool, good weather on a Sunday. They've got beer and chili afterwards. That's uh, enough right there, if you ask yeah. me. I, I just try to get the beer and chili coupon and skip the race entry and just see if I could just do that the whole time. Uh, apparently, you have to run it, though, first. One of those deals. Um, that's Sticklers okay. on that stuff, man. <laughs> Golly. Come on, man. But, no, it's that's going to be another great race because uh, just bring another cool 50K to Oklahoma City area. We don't have, like, a ton just here in Oklahoma City. I know. I think Thunderbird's got a cool. They just did something. I was down there last Sunday. Oh, yeah. They did something down there, like a they, bike run down there or something. Yeah, they, and they've they've actually had a few. They had a they had a trail event um, the weekend after Leadville um, that was uh, that I was like, man, it's a bummer we can't do that because of the timing of it. But I, I mean, I look, I think for for people who are um, particularly just getting into any kind of running, or um, I think sign up for some events because they really like at least for me, they give me something to look forward to. Obviously they give you something that sort of helps you stay accountable on your training plan, but they're just the payoff really. Um, and so I think that, uh, it's awesome to have so many local events and I think get out there and and do all of them. And, and it didn't, you know, I mean, don't treat all of them like a race that you're training for some of them and just be the training run you would do on the weekend anyway. And, um, 
and it'll keep you going and it keeps it fun and you'll meet other people that are training that maybe you can hook up and do some training runs with. Yeah. And there's a few of them. There's a few in Oklahoma, like in January and February, you have the Wachita's is a really cool off-road run. And then we were going to do the Outlaw 100, but scheduling conflicts. So we're looking for a good 100 miler, maybe relay or 100K. If somebody knows one of them in the Oklahoma area, tri-state area, let us know. We'd be more than happy to check it out. Which three states are included in the tri-state area? I would area say too? Kansas, Arkansas, Texas. Like okay, northern, so Oklahoma is not even part of the tri-state said, area? Quad state area. Okay, tri state area. Okay. This is, have you heard of the four corners? Yeah, that's not here, but there are four states around. I thought Oklahoma was a given. I had a, I had a, a serious conversation with my friends the other day about what cities are actually included in tri cities, uh, and none of us really knew the three towns that are part of tri city in Oklahoma. So, if you guys know for certain what three towns are the Tri-City area? I'm very curious. I didn't even know that existed. Well. Tri-City? Now you're, you're learning something new. I guess so. Maybe we should look at, um, over the next year, sponsoring our own race. Yeah, you know, Draper Immortal really beat us to it, uh, no, doing it out did. in Draper. So we're going to have to find the undiscovered training ground and start crushing it. Overhaul surf, maybe. Uh, Chief, it's not that lake. That I was going to say, what about Liberty Lake? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were thinking that. Is that the poison ivy? Yes. yes we'll whack that's down the poison I still, sumac. I still have scars from oh, that place. Geez. We'll whack down the, po- the sumac <laughs> and get it out of there, dude. The, we'll put all the bridges back. I hear you can just uh, you know ride your horse around that trail. It's, a, it's equestrian friendly also. It's primarily equestrian friendly. Okay, yeah. That's <laughs> not as much runner friendly. I, I felt like a stallion running around there until the, the poison ivy got me. I didn't want to say anything, but I felt terrible because I was like, dude, we're like two weeks out from Leadville, and I just ran us through poison sumac for three hours. Yeah. Like, this is... And apparently, takes... Kale knew and didn't say anything to anybody. Yeah. He was like, man, these guys are really man. rugged. They're just running through this poison sumac like it's nothing. Didn't, like, didn't realize that we were running with a Boy Scout. It's an Eagle Scout. And I was like, and he's like overhand sanitizing, like kind of awkwardly afterwards. I'm like, this guy is really into germs. Like, right? I'm like, finally, I didn't say something. I'm like, dude, what's with the hand sanitizer? He's like, oh, it's for the poison sumac. I'm like, the what? He's like, yeah, just keep it off me. I'm like, well, when did we run through Poison Sumac? Well, the whole time. I'm like, and he didn't feel like he needed to say that to anybody? Like, I look down, it's literally, my legs are just, looks like chicken pox, man. It was terrible. And then, you know, we had, I had a couple ticks. I'm like, we're going to get Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. We're going to get Poison They're, Sumac. We're going to run 100 miles. I, know, I felt bad because I was like, I'm just ruining it for everybody. Just ruined it all. And, well, Jared didn't go that time. Lucky Jared. It would have yeah. been Jeff and I ruined yeah. Jeff and I's race. But look, we pulled through. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with a place. Yeah, I, I've thought about that too. Doing It doesn't even really have to be a race. It could just be kind of a, a run that's like a supported run yeah. that um, that we do, you know. We could let the... the uh, Mobile studio be the aid station. Yeah, I think it. I think there's potential there. Um, yeah. I really do. I, I think the the more things that you can kind of get 
uh, involvement and participation from people, particularly new runners. I mean, that's that's what I really like is to see people that are saying, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a go, um, and uh, so I'm I'm on board for any of those kind of ideas. I would love to do just Thunderbird has such unlimited potential, but go down and really mark it out much better than what it is. It's, they've gotten better with like the arrows and stuff, but I still don't really understand. You got to be pretty familiar with yeah. those trails to not get lost. <laughs> and if you're not a mountain biker, you have to run a lot. To yeah. really, I went and ran the golden trail before the race and I got freaking lost. And yeah. I'm like, God dang it. I'm like six miles from my truck now. and did not want to run this far. And so I just, it, I wish it was better, but I mean, it's really as good as it, it can get. But I think if you could blaze it out and make a cool run on that, trail to a Thunderbird could be a cool area because it's got such good camping opportunities. Mm-hmm. People could come and camp and run and whatever, like we did the four by four. And I kind of expect us to do that four by four out there again. And I think what we did in March do out there again, I thought it was pretty cool, but any other wow. races? Well, that's October. Then I'm my first weekend in November is Ironman, Florida. Ironman. I wish I could go down there and, that's exciting. Sure, actually. I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm anxious to hear how that race is and the atmosphere and the time of year. I can't and wait to hear you talk. I about want to hear about the swim. ocean swim. You're, I'm excited you're, for you. There was a, so I, I'm on the Ironman Florida, uh, Facebook page, you know, and, uh, there was, uh, a guy who posted the other day and it perfectly summed up exactly the way I was thinking about it. I think he said, well, six weeks out, time to start swim training. <laughs> I was like, I want to, I want to meet that guy. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't, I haven't, I haven't started the old swim training yet either, but, um, but I'm not going to focus on that. I don't. Yeah. You know, it's just an hour, the first hour of the race. No big deal. Yeah. I'm just know. going for a nice ocean swim. The, being from Kansas, I don't do saltwater swims at all. I did one in Hawaii and I threw up. Um, so I have a lot of respect. Well, Jeff for you. throws up in freshwater swims. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe it's not the salt water. <laughs> that same same rule applies, uh, no matter what kind of water it is. No, you hammered Tulsa. I did. Yeah, you freaking hammered. Yeah. Other than that, you have a track record of vomiting. <laughs> Listen, there's a chance Tulsa might Jeff be my last one. Jeff comes over to a backyard birthday party, throws up in the pool. <laughs> Don't get this guy around water. <laughs> caps in there <laughs> oh my lord it's hilarious dude like uh so and then having to swim where there's things that can eat you that's a that's another level yeah i know man i'm i like i don't want to put that in your head but i'm sure you thought don't it. don't worry I, I did consider that as a possibility you know when you pull on your wetsuit to dress up exactly like a seal uh exactly. I, I mean it has crossed my mind and then i you, you know, some of these Facebook groups, when you get in these events, they can be good and they can be really bad because you see people talking about, yeah, you know, two years ago during the swim, you know, I saw two jellyfish and all this stuff. And I'm like, first of all, you saw them while you were swimming. I don't know if I believe that, but, but let's just assume that there were there, whether you saw them or not, it's still not good. So I, yeah, you know, the ocean swim is a, I haven't, I've never cared about a swim, even worried about it, thought about it. Um, and this one, I, I am like, man, it's kind of a bummer. 
Well, context, you're a pretty good swimmer. In, I was at one point yeah. in my life. <laughs> I mean, we'll see if that still is true. But yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, I'm not worried about the swim like doing it. I'm just worried about if I'll be like really anxious about it. Just, I mean, like afraid of sharks, honestly. Like, that's yeah. all. I don't care about the jellyfish. Like For a man that's terrified of snakes, I'm pretty sure sharks are in the same category. Yeah, I, yeah. well, they're not, but when I'm... Out in the open water, I think they might be. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I may be totally comfortable. I just, I've never tested this. Yeah, but yeah. If something about like getting a couple hundred yards off the beach feels to me like I've left my territory and I've entered the territory of the killers. Yes. And so I'm worried about how I'm going to react to that just sort of like, you know. As a human. Yeah. Because you're no longer the top of the... Of the tree at this point, right? Yeah. On top of the pyramid of... I'm going to be swimming pillars. on top of people, dude. Like, just... <laughs> I mean, just straight up the back. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just... If, if something's coming up from the bottom, you know, I just need a buffer, right? I mean, I've seen Shark Week, and I know they attack from the bottom. And so, if I'm on top of somebody, I know that, boom, it may launch me, but they're not going to sink their teeth into me. Yeah, so, they wouldn't be considered drafting or any aid, so you wouldn't get no, disqualified. So I'm going to be climbing up some backs in that swim. <laughs> Same theory as just running faster than the slowest guy with a bear is chasing you. <laughs> just swim on top of people and you can't be eaten. It's impossible. So, when are we going to um, try to hit up another race like La Quinta? That was a fun trip. Not not so much distance uh, terrifying. No. Or swim t- most part not swim terrifying but well, i mean the water was a little chilly but mm-hmm. you know yeah i think uh, we I think were in california chief not in you know florida yeah, yeah. i think uh, i think we should look at some vacation races and, and get uh get one on the schedule that's pretty easy to sell to the to the girls that's not a hard one but yeah. all right well busy that's busy exciting. october at least um and, uh, you know, not a lot after that, it gets into the holidays and there's not a whole lot of races around here really, yeah. um, other than the Tulsa marathon at the end of November. But, yeah. um, so bu- busy, a busy October, a lot of stuff yeah. going on, a lot of local stuff, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Some good race recap episodes, kind of talk about what happened, how it went, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it'd be nice to talk about training going into wintertime. We're losing daylight, um, and so that that's going to be a fun thing to try to add into trying to stay fit through wintertime and through the holidays. Uh, that's going to be a new experience. Yeah. Winter training is a bummer. Especially like getting in the pool early and it's cold and you get out of the pool and it's still cold. and ugh. I like wintertime running. And lots that's of times I like um, biking on the, the trainer in the garage. Uh, when it's cold out, I, I enjoy that. Not so much of a sweat fest. Sure. Except for when we ran like 18 degrees around Draper that time. Yeah. That was pretty pretty cold. You and know your what, friend though? almost died. Your friend died. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? Uh, trail running in the wintertime. Not bad. Yeah, it's Back actually in the pretty, trees. It is. It's almost like a little insulated. Hey, there. and that's we're going to be mountain biking, Chief. That's right, Chief. Update on the mountain bike. No bike yet. Okay, all right. Okay. I had, but I got I was doing homework the other night. Yes. In the in the computer room, and then I took a break, and I was like, and I was just like kind of, you know, Facebook and some mountain bikes. Beth came in, she's like, 
I was about to tell you how proud I was of you. You're in here hammering out homework, but you're looking at mountain bikes. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Look at all the work that I've done. I've taken a, a little mental break, but so I'm constantly in there just looking for a mountain bike, you know? Right. So is this homework kind of like that, um, GMC commercial where the guy says he's in his office and the boy's yelling at him from the porch. Dad, are you working? He's like, yeah, can't you see him at my office? He's in the driveway. <laughs> no. Okay. Le- legitimate office. <laughs> legitimate homework. But, all right, well, you can find me at uh, Savage Navy Chief, Iron Man Lawyer, Jeff Boyer 75, 3OK Runner, and 3OK Runner at Gmail. Appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next time.